Welcome to another inspiring sister's message. We hope you are blessed by this ministry. So during the early part of lockdown last year, I did not use my car for several weeks. And I'm sure that many can relate. So by the time I took my car for a spin, the charge your battery signal that comes up in the car and that sound kept on popping up. It just, it was a constant annoyance and eventually I had to get my battery recharged. The reason for that was, was that my car was inactive, unused and stood dormant because I did not drive my car enough and short trips around my area was not enough to charge my car. Our spiritual lives are the same. Power gets drained from us through circumstances, through fear, through difficulties, through neglect actually, through inactivity uh, with the God of heaven. Uh, because you know what? Just like driving your vehicle, our daily prayer life and devotions are inactive and not functioning, so we go spiritually flat. Not to bring any condemnation goals, never will I do that. But if you did not make time to read and talk to God, your batteries are flat. If you're unplugged from online church, your battery may be going flat. I was just walking the other evening and, you know, talking to the Lord, and I just remembered Hebrews 10, 25. And that scripture is still in the word of God and it still applies. And God is still using gathering online all over the world because it is still the good news. Well, what does that scripture say? Let's take a look at what it says. And I'll read from verse 24 as well. It says, let us be concerned for one another and help one another to show love and do good. Let us not give up the habit of meeting together as some are doing. Instead, let us encourage one another all the more since you see that the day of the Lord is coming near. Perhaps like me, you are saying it's not the same. It's not the same. Well, I agree it's not the same. But it is better than nothing. And it is a lifeline. You know, many people have sent messages to say that they received Jesus, so it is a lifeline. Even during this difficult time, God wants his people to thrive, not just survive. So we will take what we can get. We will take church online. Jesus called us to be light in this dark world. And if our light bulb is not plugged into Jesus, our light will not shine. We need the power source to be that light. So if you've been unplugged or your battery has gone flat, it is time to recharge your spirit. And that is the title of tonight's message, Recharge Your Spirit. Behind me, we've got a really beautiful illustration of what it could look like in our spirits when we go dry. The light factor is still on because our spirits are still alive, but our spirits are dry. But on the other side is a picture of what it looks like when our spirits have been replenished and watered by the word and refreshed. And, and this is 
the contrast that we can find ourselves in. And I want to endeavor this evening to bring you, if you're possibly in this place here, I want to bring you from this place to this place. Because this is what God wants for our lives. And we want to thrive, amen, not only survive. We all need to recharge our spirits. Our inner man must be filled with God at all times. There are many fun things we can do to recharge our souls. And being girls, we love to do the manis and the pedis, either at home or when it is safe at a salon or spa. Self-care is very much about refilling our bodies, our minds, our hearts, and souls. As women, we give in so many ways. And, and I was just thinking of giving a shout out to, to all the mothers out there who homeschooled their children or may still be doing that right now. God called you to extend yourself and you did it and you're doing it. Thank you for calming the fears of your children and encourage them to trust God. Thank you for encouraging them to tune in to Kid Zone on Sundays. Good on you. Here's to all of you who worked from home and started a new business. Here's to all the women who cleaned house, baked, cooked, washed, ironed, plus work online. Yes, to all the lady doctors and healthcare workers who gave out as women and still took care of your family. Whatever it is you do, we celebrate you and thank God for you and well done to the contribution that you made beyond what you thought was possible. To all the new moms who had a baby but could not have their own mom or their older sister or their aunt or their granny with them during this hard time and a very abnormal time. Well done to you because it just shows you what's in you and how God has helped you. Perhaps you're feeling spent like me and you feel like you need a proper holiday. We applaud you tonight and I want to encourage you to recharge and take care of yourself. Here are a few fun things to recharge your soul, even in the middle of crazy. I'm sure there are many more, but here are a few. Watch a movie and grab some popcorn for a change. Take a long bubble bath. Wouldn't that be nice, especially the weather that's what it's been like right now. Read a good book, other than the word, but not in place of the word. Get up early and enjoy the quiet. Listen to the birds. It is good for the soul. You know, I love listening to the birds because it's like they're worshiping the Lord. Exercise is good for the body and for the soul. Even if you go for a long walk, you know, it's like a de-stressing mechanism. In fact, in 1 Timothy 4 verse 8, I'm reading from the Amplified, it says for physical training is of some value. So it's of some value. Useful for a little, but godliness, spiritual training, is useful and of value for everything and in every way. For it holds promise for the present life and also for the life which is to come. Then listen to some music, some nice peaceful music. Or if you're in a crazy mood, just put on some rock music and play it loud. Just break out, do something for your soul 
take a coffee or a tea break in your favorite spot at home or in your garden, if you are blessed to have one. Order some healthy takeaway food. I do that, especially when I'm tired, especially when it's really boiling hot and I'm running with perspiration. But you know, in all these things, they're good for your soul. But strike a balance. Don't only recharge your soul. We're going to look at some ways as to how we can recharge our spirit. You know, sometimes we're so obsessed with our body because that's what we can see. And we forget actually the spirit part of us is what's most important. In fact, there's an anonymous quote that I've known for many years that says, we are spirit and we have a body. So what you can see with our bodies when we are born as babies, that's the, that we think is the real us. And, and it is, it's very much who we are. And God made us that way. But we really are spirit. So we can recharge our spirits through a few things. Very well-worn verses. So let's look at the first one. The Holy Spirit's power. The Holy Spirit's power. Acts chapter 1 reading from the Amplified. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the very bounds of the earth. God is our source of power to live the Christian life and to walk in His purposes to stay the path, which is a narrow path. It is to have boldness and not to be a secret Christian like those in countries where you are persecuted for your faith. Jesus also said in John 15 verse 26, also from the Amplified, but when the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who comes, proceeds from the Father, he himself will testify regarding me. It is God's plan for us to be filled and empowered by his Holy Spirit. And we certainly need all the help we can get right now in this difficult and very sad season. God doesn't want us to survive, as I said earlier, God wants us to thrive. This is what He wants us to look like, lush and fruitful. It's just like charging our car battery again so we can go the distance and have the vuma as we go. Charles Spurgeon said, without the Spirit of God, we can do nothing. We are as ships without wind. We are useless. So let's look at a very well-known verse in Isaiah and certainly one that we have used at Sisters over many, many years. Isaiah 40, 31 from the Amplified, it says, but those who wait for the Lord, who expect for and hope in Him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift up their wings and mount up close to God as eagles mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. The wonderful thing about being filled and empowered by the Holy Spirit 
is that we not only receive power to live the Christian life, but we will then bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit as we engage with others, even difficult family members. We read that in Galatians 5, verse 22 to 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. I would say that the Holy Spirit is our number one way to recharge our batteries. And how do we do that? Well, we just pray and we open our hearts and we ask God to fill us, to renew us. We need to be filled daily with God's Holy Spirit and we just ask God, He will not withhold His Holy Spirit from us. Second thought this evening is live a life of worship and thanksgiving. We were created to worship God. We read in Psalm 100 verse 2 from the NIV, Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Jesus speaking to the woman at the well said to her in John 4, 23 to 24, Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. You know, I have always believed that we don't only worship when we are at church. Corporate worship should overflow from our personal worship all through the week. Whether it's worship at the kitchen sink or in the car. And at the moment, we cannot experience corporate worship. We are blessed to live in a free country where Christianity and worship is freely permitted. But imagine living in a country where this is a crime. You can be imprisoned for worshiping God. I read the story about Kim Yoon Yin from North Korea. The 31-year-old was born in Pyongyang, North Korea, into a rarity, a Christian family. As a child in school, Kim was taught the official truth that there is no God and that people should worship the country's leaders. But growing up, she also heard that her hometown was known as the Jerusalem of the East because of its great base of Christianity. On Saturday nights, her family continued the legacy. They gathered in the back in their tiny apartment or wherever they could find a place and whispered their worship and Bible studies. We often covered our heads to muffle the noise, she says. Kim's grandmother had converted before World War II and had kept a Chinese Bible. It was their most prized possession. Kim's mother translated it by hand into Korean. These precious pages held the family together and Kim's father always reminded the family that they would pay a price one day for their Christianity. He often said, even if I face death, I will follow Jesus. Each morning, he would hug Kim and remind her to be careful that day. You see, these Christians don't have online church or the latest worship CDs, or any contact with the Christian world. 
yet they recharge their spirits by worshiping God and risking their lives. We too must live a life of worship and thanksgiving to recharge our spirits. My third thought this evening is don't live on bread alone. I'm sure we all love bread. Whether it's sourdough, gluten-free or keto bread, many of us took to baking bread during lockdown. But more important is to live on the word rather than bread. Jesus quoted Deuteronomy 8 verse 3 when tempted by the devil in the wilderness. And we read that in Matthew 4 verse 4, Jesus answered, it is written, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. At Sisters, we are encouraging you to get a reading plan and read every day from the Bible. It does not matter how you do it, and, and it, don't let it be a grind. It is meant to help you grow and recharge your spiritual battery, to keep on going. Now, I do the one-year Bible, and there are days when I'm out of sync, so I try and catch up, but that usually happens when I'm preparing and I'm still in the Word, though. You know, the Word of God is as we read it. We read in Psalm 119, verse 105, Your Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. You see, this is what will guide us this is what will help us to stay the path and to serve God and to be filled with the Spirit and to just be connected to the power source of heaven. Amen? Now, I know this is not new advice at all. Maybe you tuned in this evening and you thought, give us like a, a, um, a gem that we've never heard before. But you know what? As a Christian who has been serving God for 47 years, it's the ancient paths that I'm talking about that has kept Pastor Andre and I going to where we still are today. It is simple, it is understandable, it is clear. There's nothing more to add. I can look for fancy quotes and more things to inspire you tonight, but I hope that you're receiving the simplicity of what it means to be recharged in your spirit. And you know, when you're looking for a recipe, let's say you're looking for your mother or your grandmother's old recipe book, and it's got coffee stains on it, it's got pages falling apart, but it is like a gem to you. It's got incredible recipes and beautiful ingredients. And you know, sometimes you know how to make some of the the biryani or, or, the, or the lasagna or the gnocchi or whatever it is that you love, but you just can't remember one or two little things that, that just doesn't come to mind. Well, this is very similar when it comes to the Word of God. We know the gist of the recipe, but we cannot remember it all. And the Bible is our spiritual recipe book. Without constant feeding on the Word of God, every Christian is capable of falling into the least temptation. It was the Word that Jesus knew and quoted that gave Him victory in the day of His temptation. Temptation comes to everybody. It only becomes a sin 
if it overcomes us. I want to read from James chapter 1, verses 12 to 15 from the New King James Version. And it says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Jesus, when he was tempted, overcame by speaking the word. That is our weapon against this world and temptation because the word renews our minds and then we can act on the word in obedience. So I hope you can see the importance of being in the word daily. It refreshes us and it's like water that we can drink, so to speak. The fourth thought this evening is invest your time in personal prayer. Be on speaking terms with your father. Don't make time for everyone else except the one you need to speak to the most. Amen? Don't be chatting on DMs and Messenger and WhatsApp to everyone. How are you all doing? You know, and talking about lovely things. Except you're not doing that with your father. Be on speaking terms with your father in heaven. Don't let a busy schedule crowd out prayer from your life. Don't wait until you're in trouble before you turn to God for deliverance. Don't wait until you have tried everything before you run to God for strength. When we do things in our own strength, we leave God out of the picture and our battery will run flat eventually. I love this verse from 1 Samuel 2 verse 9, and it's taken from Hannah's song of thanksgiving. Remember, Hannah was barren, and then she went before the Lord in the temple and petitioned God for a son. So she knew what she was talking about. She said, no one will succeed by strength alone. Truly, as I said, Hannah knew what she was talking about. We may think we're doing things in our own strength, but honestly, we do need God's help. Amen. And then combine fasting with prayer. You know, we were fasting last week as a staff and hopefully as a whole church, and we combined our fasting with prayer. And fasting is not a way to bribe God. You do not need to forfeit food to get His attention. You've got His attention. But fasting helps us focus on the Lord. Because, you know, food can be a big distraction, right? And it is a sacrifice when you give up food. But, but you know what? When you fast, it intensifies the power of prayer. There are certain spiritual obstacles that need an extra push. When speaking of a demon that needed to be cast out, Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 17, verse 21, but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. If you are hitting a spiritual brick wall, it may be time for fasting. 
It's a sure way to recharge our spiritual battery or lose a kilo or two, but that certainly isn't our main focus. Well, I trust that I've inspired and encouraged you to perhaps or possibly move from this part of your life in your spirit to this side, amen? In conclusion, discipline yourself to recharge your spiritual battery regularly. Avoid the temptation to bury yourself in activity so much that you don't create time for your personal spiritual nourishment and growth. Be deliberate and intentional about getting spiritually refreshed, renewed and revitalized. Balance spirit and soul. Don't confuse all the fun things that are soulish with the things that are of the spirit. And can I encourage us? You know, in Revelations, we are told that we must not lose our first love. Maybe for many, it's time to return to our first love. But we're going to take a moment to pray now and invite anyone to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior because none of this is possible without a personal relationship with the Son of God who paid the ultimate price for our salvation and our redemption and for our spirits to come alive and to be united with the Father. So tonight, if you are listening and you tuned in, maybe you've wandered away from the things of God. Maybe during lockdown and during this very difficult time, you have been just doing different things to what you normally would do spiritually. And so perhaps tonight I can appeal to you to, to come back and sit at the feet of Jesus, to come to that place where you will again just have your battery, your spiritual battery recharge and renew. And so I'm going to include you in this prayer. And if you are listening, and this is your very first time that you've discovered you have an opportunity to pray a prayer to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then this is also an invitation to you. You know, thousands, millions across the world for many, many years have done this. When I was 20 years of age, I wanted to be close to God, but I had no idea that I could speak to Him and make Him my personal Lord and Savior. And maybe you just need some help tonight to know that as well, that all you need to do is pray this prayer after me. It's as simple as that. And believe it. Believe what you've prayed. And then we will also help you at the end of the prayer to show you how you can walk this new life with your Savior, Jesus. So let's all pray this prayer together. Dear Father, thank you for sending your son, thank you that he came to save me by dying on the cross. Thank you that not only has he done that, but he has received me as his child now. He will fill me with his spirit. He will be my provider. He will be my king. And for that, I am so grateful. So right now, I open my heart to you, Lord Jesus. Come in 
and be the Lord of my life. Sit on the throne of my heart and I ask you, Lord God, to help me walk this path with you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit who will help me when I go dry or when my batteries run flat. Thank you for the provision that you have made for me. I rejoice in you tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed and inspired by this ministry. 